the Bunkers Weekly Paintball Podcast is ready to start. The boys are just getting ready for the show. Todd is fixing his hair, so he is calming himself down. Joe is looking at the garbage schedule, and Garvin is finishing his Vegemite sandwich. Post in the comment section and we may read your comment on the show. At this point, Matt is now tapping his watch. So, let us start this train wreck of a show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Behind the Bunker. It is episode 573 podcast 454. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Corn. Big lump of knots. Please stop. Uh, stop. It's Please stuck stop. in my head. Yeah, Thanks to Joe's too. wife. It's driving me nuts. Um, and now it's going to drive you nuts, ladies and gentlemen. It has the juice, much like Gavin Sharma does. I'm just going to leave right now. All right. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Labor Day. So thank you, folks, for tuning in uh, all around the world. We certainly appreciate you here. It is our long weekend, and the day before, many of our little people head off to school again. So I'm glad you guys stayed with us this evening and strap in. It's going to be a great show, but make sure you do your part. Hit that like and share button and uh, tag a friend or three so they know what's going on this holiday weekend as well. What about Joe Kimson? He's here from Flag Raiders Paintball. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. It is garbage night in Canada. It is also Labor Day in North America. I'm not sure where else it is. It is, uh, is it celebrated? I guess it's a celebration of sorts. And uh, tomorrow everyone goes back to school, as my friend Gavin said. So we're here. We're good. And it's dark out because the days are getting shorter till we get to the winter solstice, December 21st. Then the days will get longer and the cycle will repeat itself and... We'll still not have a paintball field, but still try. All I heard from that was days of salsa. Days of salsa. <laughs> oh, Machu Picchu. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, and Josh Zubizabrikis. Yeah, fresh off my uh, salsa tour of <laughs> New England. Yeah. How soon till Cinco de Mayo? Oh, I'm looking more forward to Cinco de Cuatro. We were Cinco de Cuatro. Oh, okay, never mind. We were uh, 54? at... Uh, Five four, Cinco is five. Cinco de Cuatro is the Cuatro four. is four. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it's a joke from Arrested Development. Oh, okay. oh yeah. I yes, I where, should have known that. They, they don't want to go to Cinco de Mayo because there's too many Mexicans. <laughs> so they go the day before. <laughs> so they go to Cinco de Cuatro. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we were at uh, Joe and I went to CNE, the Canadian National Exhibition, yesterday, and they have uh, one massive building, and it's just the food building, and they had a bunch of. Mexican themed restaurants and I so wanted I just I was craving them so bad and then instead Joe and I both kind of got sidetracked by a roasty <laughs> vendor and that's where we went instead but uh, I had roasty potatoes or oh. potatoes and they put them in a pan and they cook them they used to have them at Marche and then the pandemic came and Marche went away and then I also had um, fried apples with caramel drizzled on them they were pretty good deep like deep fried Deep fried battered? apple slices. I don't know. If they, I think they are very gently battered. Gently battered. I didn't have like a deep fried Snickers Minimally bar bruised. or Twinkie or anything After like that. After show. Yeah. It's, oh, sorry. <laughs> and then they had, in other words, they had Mexican street corn. It was the fantastic. Elote or whatever. Elote, whatever it's called. Steve Abar yeah. is here from Australia. Or the great. What is it? Got, got to talk about it now, Matt, before the E. coli comes back. That's right. What's Steve called? He, there's three initials that Steve Abar says. He lives in the... Great West. Seattle? No, it's like the Was Great. he from Compton? No, he's from Australia, yeah. but it also. So thanks, right. guys, for joining us. Uh, we'll be here all night tonight with some great paintball content, hopefully, if things go well. We still have a couple of your things, you uh, topics you wanted us to talk about, which is what is your favorite controversial topic? We'll get to those shortly. Uh, don't forget to check out, um, I don't know why I always draw a blank on Ryan's company here, Action ASE action scenario events. Yes. So check them out. You can see four great events coming up. Another event that I want to tell you guys about, our good friend Eric Engler is putting on the Full the Gap. Uh, If you've, unless you're living under a rock, you've probably heard of Full the Gap. This is one of those bucket list fields. You definitely want to check this out, especially if you like tank play, uh, nerf stuff like that. This is a real big scenario game. Uh, Lots of people, definitely worth checking it out. Um, also, this one came in. 
Battle of Endor, that's happening at Albany Paintball Park. You want to check that out. That's happening uh, yesterday. Uh, soon. Yeah. Yeah, but that's 9 4 9 4. Paintball extravaganza. Extravaganza. When's that happening? I have the information. Is this this year? It's happening February 28th to March 2nd, 2023 at the Avante Palms Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida. It's 15 minutes from Disney. It's 1.09 a night. And they are waiving the resort fee, the traditional $14 resort fee. And they're extending it three days before and three days after so that you can spend some time in the Orlando area doing Orlando stuff. Orlando. Yeah. Stuff. Is there any good restaurants in Orlando? Well, let me tell you. Matt doesn't want to hear it until after the show, but too bad for you. It's Chewy's, <laughs> Giordano's, and what's the Texas Roadhouse place called? Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I would do without Giordano's, but I would do the other two 100%. I do like that. Um, <sighs> Guys suck. Someone's going to have to hold uh, Josh down in a moment. Something is going to come on the screen. He's going to be very excited about. Ruthless is coming out with Tiger Stripe men's jumpers. Are those rompers? No, they are, are they? They are, they are rompers. One piece. That's for real? That's for real. If you would like some, use BTB promo code uh, I, BTB20. I, I could almost. Don't you dare, Joseph. Oh. <laughs> Don't you dare. Wow. Isn't that gorgeous, though? Ah. Uh. I have a new, I need words, a new beach mine. attire, um, and for, I'd like to have it slightly unbuttoned at the front if I could. From the people who brought you shoulder pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check that out. Um, oh, thanks. Really? A jumper? Not a chance. Jumper? Not a chance. Call a jumper. What am I, two? <laughs> I don't know. It's just tiger stripe. Um, sad news I saw on, uh, what? what is this? I guess this was Instagram. Uh, we lost a paintball field this weekend due oh, to a forest no, fire no. in uh, California, I believe, Warp Paintball Park. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Damn. Yeah, look at that, like the fire ripping right through their prop town. And that's uh, that's not going to be inhabitable for a while. I no, it'll imagine. be a while. Um, was in Buffalo a couple days ago and came across this at the local Target. I thought this would be a good idea. Liquid oh, IV. That stuff is awesome. Is it? Yeah. I nearly bought it until I saw the price of it. Holy jumping. Oh, yeah. Inflation hit them hard. So their water, their little packets you, electrolytes you add to your bottle of water. Yeah. You can get that at, you can get that at the Walmart here. Yeah, but is it Liquid IV? Yeah, but it's not that brand. Oh. Liquid IV's got some <laughs> other vitamins and stuff in it, too. Okay. Actually. It's really good. Some vitamins? I'm wondering yeah. what, anyway, that you didn't study the package, obviously, the difference between that and Pedialyte or the noon um, supplements as well. I, I didn't, but I yeah. do know it's non-GMO. So it's oh, on, good. So yeah, that's, on the package. That's, that's important to me as I'm dying. But I thought if anyone's ever tried that, I wonder if uh, it caught my eye because I know there's people, there's companies out now that you can hire to come to your house and give you IV treatments where they just run saline and other stuff through you just to get you hydrated. You, uh... That's how Michael Jackson died. <laughs> no, it's not. And Elvis. So, yeah, different injections. Sort of like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah propofol is slightly different than, you know, just It's that same B, thing. B12. Why do you have no, to be not. a naysayer? Guys are crazy. <sighs> Witch doctor shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Silverback, Moyers, not to be convinced with any other, says liquid IV is really good stuff. I, It was like almost 20 bucks and that's 20 bucks us which is like 80 bucks canadian that's a lot of money for for those packets i'd almost rather suffer the dehydration than spend that much the dehydration yeah um george hay also says he wants the jumper over the btb leggings <laughs> why couldn't you have both <laughs> why don't you wear your leggings underneath your jumper uh. <laughs> look at that multitasking good for you um, Steve Abar says California seasons fire, not fire. Can you see the forest fires in California from um, Australia? <laughs> and it, it was P Pacific Northwest hashtag PW PNW Pacific Northwest. That's what he said. 
I'm not sure what Ryan McGee is talking about, but he says he's tried them. They have a bit of a salty aftertaste where they put sea salt in Try to help with the electrolyte re- retention. I yeah. guess stuck with the IGF. <laughs> <laughs> no one got that. That's fine. Um, all right. Well, why don't we move on, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we have uh, the topic at hand. Uh, no vault segment, unfortunately, because it is the long weekend. So we'll we'll get back maybe next week with some with some live vaulty goodness. goodness. Bank, bank is closed on long weekends. Gavin's got a mail time that we should probably open a physical mail time tonight, and uh, yeah, we'll get to the topics at hand. We're maybe even do a prices right tonight. I'm really actually interested in doing one of those, and we have custom corner. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. This is a good show. It's it's jam packed. Gavin, what do you got in that envelope? Uh, from Jay Thompson in Peterborough. Well, he was in the Lakefield area. Um, and that's addressed to you, Todd. So I don't know if legally I'm able to open this for you. Permission granted. Tad. Excellent. Tad. All right. Uh, all this white powder's falling out. I don't know what's that. It's addressed that, to Todd. Uh, smell it. Smell de- yeah, deeply. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, looks like a couple of patches here. So more than 51% of the players are considered core players, and they are the sport eight days or more per year of these core players. Only 1% have been playing for 22 years plus pre-2000 as of the year 2022. So it looks like there's some OG patches from our good friend Jeff Thompson in the Peterborough area. I'll cool. continue to read the copy there if you want to pass that around. Nice. Give it a little sniff. I uh, get the powder off. Oh, of it. I saw these on. You know what? That's cool. I saw these today on um, Facebook. So the Booty Boys. So pre two thousand is even if you are considered OG original players, and the most widely accepted time frame for an OG player is having to starting playing in the first ten years of the first ever paintball field in pre-1992. There were fewer than 1% of paintball teams still playing together, so if you consider yourself an OG paintballer or a 1% paintball player, this this is a patch for you, my friend. More items are coming soon. If you are a one percenter, get your one percenter paintball patch today. Seven dollars patch shipped, and uh, we have the contact information here. So if you are interested in that, uh, send it to information or send an email to showupbehindthebunker.com, and we can get you connected with Jeff Thompson. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on Instagram, our Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah. Logan Bernard says they're not just having fires; they're also having a heat wave in California. And I know this is after show material, but I also watched the documentary on the the. Lake Mead and all the surrounding other lakes and everything that's going on on there. It's uh, it's bad news bears. Don't. Uh... Is that because they're finding all the bodies? <laughs> In barrels and cement shoes. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. We have. Uh, thank you, by the way, Jeff Thompson, for sending those. Those are pretty cool. <gasps> Black Rifle Canada. What? Now has the Tiger Stripe dress shirt. Okay, on is the it back page. in stock? Yes. In Canada? Really? Can I see? Yep. Oh, we're that's doing, cool. We're doing a show, guys. Oh, <laughs> no. It went to .com. Never mind. We're doing a show. Oh. Send me the link if you can. I, I would like to look at those. Um, yeah, so why don't we move on? We have the topic to get a hand. We have uh, prices right. What else were we going to do? We were going to do custom corner. Josh, let me know when you're ready for custom corner. Yes. Um, and I think yes. this week we're going to ask you guys, how did we word it? The, the, this week, we're going to ask you guys to submit pictures of your current gear setup. What you're shooting. What you're shooting, what you're wearing, uh, whatever you want to divulge. Take yourself a nice, uh, sassy picture and post it up so we can see all all of it. And you can include yourself or not. But we'll ask for that this week when we uh, post our social media. Uh, you know what? I might take a picture. I might lay it all out on my driveway. Neighbors are going to complain, but okay. there we go. They like, is, they your like driveway, is your driveway that large? I <laughs> uh, just know like, what I what I was using. At, You're calling him fat? Say what no, I, <laughs> not, no, no, sorry. I, like Joe's got a lot of paintball stuff. I'm not t- say what I was using at Wasaga Beach. Oh, okay. There's, yeah. <laughs> right. Josh, what was he using? I was I, in my mind. I was thinking gears. So he was going to empty his garage out onto his driveway. <sighs> All right, custom yeah, corner, right. ladies and gentlemen. You guys sent in some pictures uh, a couple weeks ago. And we're finally getting to some of them today. So uh, what do you got, Josh? All right. This first, this beauty sent in from Brad King. He had the boys over at Aesthetic Anodizing pull this beauty. Very cool. Ah. Oh, I like Look that. Look at that. Sexiness. Uh, next one up is from... I'm not sure. Oh. Oh, geez. I can't even pronounce that. Guillermo? Guillermo? 
Navias? Sorry but, if I butchered your name. But look at that. Like, that's nice. A, I'm going to do a little zoom in. A little skull like, in the let's front say of the you didn't table? like the gun that's there. You cannot get past the fact that that is just... It's that's well done. gorgeous. It's well executed. I would say. Ten points for that one. Uh-huh. And the next one up from Ronnie Mercer. So hashtag aesthetic. Keeping it 100. Full rainbow on that one. Yeah, that's actually really well done. Oil slicky. Blue fl- fade. I like it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, also from Ronnie Mercer. Does not say if this one is aesthetic anodizing, but I'm just going to go ahead and say probably. I think it says aesthetic it's, underneath. It yeah. says aesthetic underneath. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It definitely is. Wow. That's pretty neat. Oh, look at this. And also from Ronnie. Some. Uh, Ivy, poison ivy on the back there. Don't touch it. Is that what that <laughs> is? I, here's some my, I got some on my arm. <laughs> you got a good dose of that, eh? I did. It really, I not, don't want to talk about it, but it didn't migrate much further than yeah, that's just in this location. It didn't end up on my tallywhacker. <laughs> that's a good oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, this one up from Top Fan on Facebook, Eli Booth. What is that? It's a loud like bl- Look at a blunderbuss. <laughs> in a my, box mag. It says my computer's running low. Oh, it's not even plugged in. It's like a pistoli, but. What, a, what do you got there? Now, this is a piece of sectionist. Really? It's yeah. Brown. From What's wrong Matt, with brown, Todd? It's from UPS. <laughs> that's not brown. That's chocolate. That's chocolate and gold. That's delicious. Gavin, I've never met anyone, I mean, anything brown that I like. <laughs> exactly. Why do you got to be like Why that? Why you got to be like that? I'm leaving the show. But you know what? This is th- this is well done. Like despite yes. the fact that it's that's brown, I'm not really a fan. It's You're not down well with the brown? Done. Come it's on. Chocolate. I'm down Some to brown. clown, just not down with the brown. <laughs> I would go to UPS. That makes me frown. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I like wish you Dr. would drown. Dr. Seuss <laughs> killing me. You broke the rhyming scheme, Joe. <laughs> well, you know what? You can't oh, have don't everything. Don't be a hoe. <laughs> There, we don't brought it know. back. Don't you know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Josh. Oh, Welcome. Why? All right. Well, I'm tired now. <laughs> why don't we get into... Uh, th- thank you to all of you guys at Send Stuff In. We'll get to uh, the rest of them in the next couple weeks for all your custom corner wear. Yeah, um, we'll try to keep Todd from complaining about them. So let's go back through some of these discussion points that you guys sent in and uh, want us to talk about as far as your favorite... Um, Thing. What, what controversial. We, controversial. There Thank we go. You. Dylan Key says, what about the classic, you can freeze paintballs and really hurt somebody? Fact or fiction, can you actually freeze paintballs to hurt somebody? You can you can. freeze paintballs? Yes. Could you hurt somebody with it? Not a chance. It's not making its way out of the barrel. Could you actually properly freeze a paintball all the way through? I don't think so. I don't it's think so. oil. You don't. You can't freeze. So oil. you could some of it. Well, no, would... no. Sorry, I I found one video at some point or another, and someone froze it using liquid nitrogen, and it shrunk. Like who has time so for much? That? Yeah, or maybe it was dry ice or something. I don't know. But it, like it shrunk so much that it, like you wouldn't be able to fire it. It would probably just get stuck in there somewhere, or just be so brittle. One. Yeah. I I've never seen cold or frozen paintballs and let's be honest joe and i have left paint at the field in the middle of winter and you know by accident we've left a couple couple bags of sums there and they've never frozen they've kind of changed shape in the spring they kind of go back round. you'd never want to shoot them they'd just be useless anyways but they if you even if you tried to shoot them they just break apart in your gun do, i think do you know what i find the most ironic thing about it is every single time you're out of field and somebody says oh somebody's shooting frozen paint you know in the back of your mind, you're like, no, that's paint that's been sat out in the sun. It's rubber. It's yeah. hard. Like, and it's hard and it's bouncing. Yeah. Good point. And people are saying it's frozen. It's actually the exact opposite. Yeah. The paint's too hot. Because <laughs> I've, yeah. I've been at games where I've shot people from 20 feet away and they're like, that guy's shooting frozen paint. And it's like, you damn well, no, I'm not. It's 30 degrees out. What the yeah. hell's going to stay frozen? Yeah. First of all, it's 30 degrees out. Nothing's going to stay frozen. Secondly, how dare you think that I would go through the effort of freezing paintballs like well overnight, bring it to the field in a thermos, and then finding you on the field and going, oh, okay, now let me put frozen paintballs in my hopper and hope they don't thaw in the 30 seconds it's yeah. going to take to go out there. Charles Holton says the shell would crack before it, before uh, before the fill. 
And then Jeff Thompson says the nightmare in the snow used to hurt like hell. Winter formula paintballs are a little more robust, a little yeah. more rugged. They're gonna hurt a little more. It's, more, it's, it's not because they're shell. frozen; it's because they're it's rub- It's thicker. But you're also not playing in a bikini in the in the winter, right? So you do have some extra padding on. Yeah. And then you got Gavin, the cranky, crank your crony up because it's wintertime guy. That That's just the rules. It's physics. <laughs> you have to. Well, you're wearing snow pants, <laughs> so at least I can turn it off. Can we all play 350? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Andrew says, what about sideline coaching players? I think on a rental field, sideline coaching or scenario field, sideline coaching is, is not allowed and shouldn't be. I mean, we were playing a big game a couple weeks ago. And we respectfully, when we're walking off the field, just say, hey, guys, like, you know, whatever, whatever. But we didn't say, hey, they're all over here. They're doing this or they're doing that because it's kind of just common knowledge. But there are guys that do. And maybe it's a fine line that some people walk and don't. But, you know, we encourage people as they're walking on the field as we're walking off. But you kind of can't. You can't get too much into it. I don't think. Gavin? Sideline coaching, I think, is just ridiculous, and it has no part in the sport. Yeah. Even the original rules of Xbox, only one player, who, or not only one non-player, was able to communicate to the field. And that was the coach. Yeah. So assistant coaches, the pit, nobody else could say anything with the exception of the coach uh, and those on the field. So I like that. I used to hate the days of the, I guess, the 2000s, uh, late 90s when the crowd could participate by screaming and you had people coaching on the side. It was just obnoxious and it took yeah. away from the game. I'm glad that most leagues have moved away from that. Um, sideline coaching, I think, is just a no-no. I I agree with you, but there was a part of me that disagrees. I liked, as a player, hearing people in the stands yelling. I love the counter coaching. I love the sideline coaching. I wasn't a ref, so it's a different side of the game. But on the same token... I not only got counter coached because sure. I listened to the wrong person, but I did well because I got coached through and I did things I wouldn't normally have done because I, you know, I recognized the voice and I went and did a move because I Bingo. was told I could. So when you recognize the voice, you have some trust in the person. But as a player, Todd, I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. when it was pretty exciting to see people thinking they're part of the game and screaming and sort of yeah. really, it became, you know, there was some sort of enthusiasm with that. But as a player, were you able to listen to what the crowd was saying or did you single out that person you trust? I mean, you, yeah. you sort of tune out the noise and you listen to your team or you listen to your coach. You're not really listening to those people who are yeah. screaming or pushing up against the mesh. And, yeah, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes the crowd, you, it's very hard to hear, how can I say this? It's really hard to hear a single voice in a crowd um, unless you're on the, the tape side and you you pinpoint the person you want to listen to, but but the crowd is cheering so loud it's almost inaudible, yeah. And you can't even hear your own teammates playing, so that kind of plays against it for both teams as well. But there's something cool about like, you know, okay, here's an example. Joe was coaching us at World Cup. He's on the snake side. And he's physically coaching one of our guys up the up the snake side. Now Joe's not on the field, and we're you know at that time we weren't playing with large crowds of people because we were on a D three field. But Joe was having fun because he could he could be a part of that that thing. And I coached Eric Richards right up, and he was able to aim his gun, and I was able to tell him how to shoot and arc it. It's like I was calling. It was like I was in a. He was like a drone. And I was the drone operator. And he was taking out guys that he couldn't even see. But I was just having him shoot. Yeah. And, you know, certainly if you knew where there was some blind shots, you could drop paint on people as well. So there was definitely an advantage. But playing at, like, the pro level when you're in big crowds and stuff, you can't hear half of that stuff. And there's guys whistling and counter coaching. One thing I did like, though, is looking to the sidelines and seeing people hold up the number signs. Or the arrows. Or Or the the I heart Todd signs. Yeah, those were big. So early on before the buzzer. And Josh with his, like, lifting his shirts and... Be- before it was computerized, and, had, and before it was computerized, and he had the countdown before uh, each match. I used to love the horn that went off, and there was groups of people who would replicate that sound for yeah. the false start. Right? Yeah. yeah. What I didn't like was playing the French teams in our area because it was easy to depict who was on the French team because the accents, even if they were coaching in English. Um... And every time you shot them in the stomach, it sounded like they're screaming egg. I know, and they'd yell, and you'd be playing. They'd go, bonjour, bonjour, and then they'd go, duplave. Yeah. But I do, the, there there was a couple of women that had shrieky, shrill voices, and they were shrieky, great. Shrill. I don't want to point her out, but she played, she she was, uh, they had a, anyways, I, 
yeah, and and she was really good because the players could hear her voice, and you always needed someone like that on the on the sideline. Um, I also did like being on the other side of the field uh, as a Dorito player, being close to the pits because you'd you'd be you'd be outside the pit of the opposing team, and the counter coaching and the heckles were just awesome sometimes. Daryl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, Todd, you're hit on the pack. You know, or, you know, they make some sort of comment. You're hurting my feelings. (laughs) And I'd be playing, minding my own business with a single tear rolling out my my chin. But no, it was actually quite, it was quite, quite comical. Um, Sorry, I missed a couple of your questions here. Bobby Doust, by the way, says uh, he doesn't, he doesn't play in the winter due to shrinkage. That's fair enough. It's fair. Fair. Absolutely. I don't know. But sideline coaching was fun when you were a part of it. Like. World Cup. That when, was we, when we played you, Edmonton Impact, we it, we were both side. Their guy was sideline coaching, and I was sideline coaching. It was pretty interesting. But at, when you're at World Cup now, you can't hear the stands because they sit there like Wimbledon because everyone kind of sits on their hands and you can't cheer, you can't do stuff. But there, but there were more crowds when you could sideline coach because as a Joe Schmo in level fifty three nosebleed, you could yell and do whatever you wanted to do and felt like you were a part of the game. And you you could be in the parking lot and you'd hear the crowds cheering. So But it was also the third team, right? So you'd figure out where you were in the standings and you want to coach against that people you know, like yeah. coach the other team. Yeah. That's you know, like you want to get yeah. lower so you know, I that's why I disagreed with it and, and it re- I remember back in the day before it was a little bit more civilized with uh, benches and, and stands farther away from uh, the mesh, but you had guys pushing into the oh, field, yeah. right? Like faces up against the mesh. Um, it was, you know, it was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Or a Todd Schmod, not necessarily a Joe Schmo. And there may, there may have been times too back in the day where people were, you know, being those obnoxious crowd callers and pushing into the mesh, yelling. And I've seen teams turn and try to shoot them because they're being countercoached, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, that's not cool. But I do like how they brought the five foot line and they no, put the it wasn't tapes cool. Up. It wasn't cool, but it was hilarious. No, or jackasses sticking their hands fun. underneath the mesh and stealing pods from people. <laughs> like what the hell? You know, as a, as a referee back then, it's like I'm not the police officer, here, right? You know, like yeah. the, the promoter can certainly uh, can control the uh, the yeah. stands, but it was just it was out of control. That's something else. That's something else. You know, we were at Ontario Paintball League a couple weeks ago, and there's pod runners cleaning up after the teams. And uh, especially with the new split deck version of paintball, you only have a minute minute to, to run uh, out and get the pods. So a lot of time the pod guys are still on the field while the next game starts, but obviously out of bounds. But it's so feverish out there that people are like, we've had to instigate penalties that if you're caught stealing other teams' pods, yeah. you know, you get demerits and you get penalties for it. Is there anything about stepping on them? Uh, no, no. You what just you break try- all the lids off. You're good. What <laughs> you do is you try to try to hire the heaviest pod runner you can find, and he'll accidentally clumsily step on the other team's pods as he's walking by. Always, yeah. Chungus, <laughs> Chungus McWeezy. Yeah. Remember we hired the the uh, Kool Aid guy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kept replacing all the stopper netting though because he just burst it through. That's <laughs> through. Time a po- out. A pod. Lo- a pod lumber. <laughs> So whatever. Anyways, we went too far with that, but that we was, sure did. That, you know, I, I, in, in a, I what mean, were you talking about? I'm yet? reminiscing oh, yeah. about sideline coaching because I think it was a great thing. Do I think it needs to come back? No, but for those of you that lived through it, it was pretty fun. It really was, and it has cleaned up the game. It's made the athletes more. It's it's separated the good athletes from the poor ones because nice you, you don't refer need to, be, to the players as athletes. That's that's well, solid. That's I would, a solid I would say a pro player is an athlete, right? Guys that are weekend warriors, maybe not so much. Not to take anything away from them, but if you're a professional paintball player or even high-ranked guys, you're training at the gym to play paintball. Wouldn't that kind? Con- and you're getting paid as a pro player. Wouldn't that constitute an athlete? Call it. It's a sport, yeah. so you're playing an athlete. You're not a participant. Person that participates in a sport are they not an athlete? Yeah, it kind of civilizes the whole sport too, right? Well, civilizes, he says. Civilizes. Yeah. Uh, Rotor versus Spire. I would say Spire all day long. Mm. I see more people with Spires and Rotors these days. But shoot I what you be... like, damn it! Like, and, yeah. who, and who cares what yeah. it's shooting? Does well, it I do. I'll still laugh at you. Does but... it work for you? Perfect. Then yeah. what do you care what everybody else shoots? Like, yeah. Well, wouldn't you? It's agree? not controversial. It... Controversial is these yeah. damn topics and these conversations. Just stupid. You don't want to shoot it? Don't shoot it. You don't like it? Don't don't like it. That, but you know what? Ah! It's, it's, it's funny <laughs> that you bring that up because if there's one thing that do, that has not really mattered to me at all in paintball has been the hopper. 
Yeah, like, as long as it's working, I don't give yeah. two farts what's up there. When you're playing a scenario or a big game, you're still not shooting more than 10 balls a second. Do you really need to, even at full auto? Right? And then the other thing, like, when we were playing pump, I just want something. I want a, I want a slow force fed hopper just so that I don't miss one single shot. Correct. That's I, all. I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Um, <laughs> Charles Holt says, piss off, Todd. I'm a baller, not an athlete. <laughs> um... Next topic is, uh, or next thing is, uh, why is Gavin so bitter? Bit him too. I just said Gavin is being particularly saucy. <laughs> saucy. He's a bit bitter. A little, little feisty. Yeah. Alan Martin uh, wants to know what our thoughts are on technology and paintball. Are we too far? I don't think so. I think I think we have not seen what the full potential is. I think paintball will become more of a video game in the next few years than it's ever been before. But You reckon? I reckon. You reckon it ought to be? I reckon it ought to be. And I think that the paintball equipment, I mean, when was the last time someone came out with a gun? No disrespect to any paintball manufacturers, but when was the last time a guy, a company came out with a gun where you went, wow, that's innovative or that's going to be a game changer? Like, you can only the- get so many ounces off. Like, you can only get so many shots off your gun. Now it just comes down to reliability and... Weight, efficiency. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. still think you're going to see... Paintball guns, battery powered, like airsoft. I done reckon that too. I, I want a nuclear powered one. Well, nuclear. you know what? Then I never have to charge it. Nuclear. nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. <laughs> and it would be amazing in the year three thousand um, that if there could be eyes detecting each individual paintball and adjusting the regulation of the air, so you have one hundred percent consistent shot. So you pump it into two eighty, and it can measure and look at the and you know that you you know once you crony in that's it yeah. and it'll adjust for every single paintball coming out i want a paintball Talk about tank. planting a tree whose shade you'll never sit in <laughs> <laughs> wow it's that's, for, it's, that's it's, very deep it is for the next generation grasshopper I, I would like, my, like 900 years from now <laughs> i would like my air tank to tell me digitally what my air pressure is in the tank and how much is going out, and then I want it wrapped in a bubble skin. I know. <laughs> you know what? You know what I want to do? I want to be able to take my tank with the digital air air reader on it. I want to connect it to a table, and I want it to tell me if I'm going to fill my tank or donate air. Yeah, a warning sensor. I also want <laughs> Tesla to make it a marker, and it's self shooting. You don't even have to show up. No, no, no. Ah. no. Just stick it on the field <laughs> for Tesla to make, not a marker. Yes. Yes. Not a marker. Not yes. a marker. Yes. Yes. It's got to be not a marker. <laughs> Would it be a boring gun? Boring company. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get Ford or Rivian to make one, though, unfortunately. But the only problem is um, if there's a low or a high power demand, you won't be able to charge it the night before you go play. Yeah. Well, Daniel Hendricks agrees. Digital air pressure would be awesome. Yeah, it was not like the Angel Air. You you know, copyright Gavin Sharma. The only, <laughs> the only problem. Okay, so the Angel Air tanks for those that we should slow down, and go back a step. So the Angel Air had a reg on it, had a digital LCD display that actually told you how much pressure was left in your air tank and how much you were setting it as an outgoing. And uh, but it was hard because like you look at a dial on a gauge and it's one thing, but then you look and you go, I have fourteen hundred and fifty-one psi left. Oh man. Like those numbers get in your head, and you're better not to just. You're better just to look at a, a gauge that kind of gives you an approximate one. But uh, yeah, they were cool. cool. I, I would I would happily. The next thing that uh, they're going to come up with is the solar power guns. So all right, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about this one last week. Uh, uh, you aren't sponsored. If you pay for everything, team sponsorship packages are just an easy way to sell products, says Carl Atkins. Depends on what level you're at, but you're you're right. Yeah, yeah. you get a discount, and you're you're still you're still out of money, like you're out of, out of pocket uh, for some of the merch and stuff. So he's not he ain't wrong. Yeah. He no, is. but then again, as a player, you get better prices on stuff. You do, but it's on for it's on it's right? almost like a forced thing. Like let's say. Let's say Planet Eclipse came to us and said, hey, you know, we want to sponsor you guys. You want to sponsor the Behind the Bunkerinos? I'm not for sale. Well, okay, for Planet but- Eclipse, maybe. <laughs> so All hear right. me out. You hear but that, Let's say, listen, you, hear that? you know, we're going to give you a discount on the guns and the and whatever, but everyone on the team has to shoot it and blah, blah, blah. For us, I don't think that'd be an issue. We'd all be pretty happy about it. If, so, if we're going to buy it anyways, right? If 
let's say Spider Kingman came to us and said, listen, we're gonna give you this same same sort of thing, but you all have to wear it. I would probably say no, no disrespect, but you know, it's just not our bag. So really, I don't Maybe. I don't I don't I'm not I'm not putting anybody down that goes for these packages because if you're gonna love it and you're gonna shoot it anyways, by all means it's a great savings. And so what? All of you guys have to you know have to do it. Just make sure you choose wisely. We were sponsored by a company. I'm not going to mention any any names. Hmm. Yeah. But we had to wear their equipment and loved everything but one, one piece. And it was hard getting everybody on that team to wear it. And we had to wear it because if we were seen without wearing it in a picture, we would get we would get a phone call. And uh, but it was it was terrible. So just be careful what you choose and. Make sure you're in love with it before you, you go that Correct. way. Correct. Yeah, I remember being um, a goggle sponsorship as part of the package, and I couldn't stand the goggles. Yeah. Um, and it was it took away from your playing ability because uh, the way the sound signature just resonated within yeah. and, and just you couldn't hear it. No. Yeah. And so it was you know it was problematic to play with that. And so when the when the sponsorship ended, it was sort of nice to be to be able to part ways. Yeah, absolutely. And what's the first thing you do if you have a piece of gear you don't like? You replace it. But unfortunately, if you're under contract, you can't. And true. yeah. Yeah, and at practices we'd never use it. It would just right. be on tournament day, and then on tournament day it would it would hinder the performance because you couldn't see half the things, and, and you're you not just used to that system. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, before we move on to the next uh, next point, can I tell you guys about uh, Planet Eclipse? Do you know that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story, and now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're laning the snake uh, or storming the beach. Make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag Hop Smoke. Air Ups, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew, nothing can beat Air Ups. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Air Ups at airups.com. Rome was not built in one day, but you sure could look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers full, fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB. To save 15% on your new jumper. <laughs> nice. Exalt is often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, and available worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark and high performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your ride at ride519.com. When you think of a paintball pioneer, an early adopter, an innovator, an inventor, one name comes to mind, Bud Orr. From the early days of the sniper to the glory days of the tournament scene, Bud Orr's creations have come full circle. They're still only a trigger pull from victory. Evolving soon, the WGP VF41T and the WGP Sniper 41. Thank you to all come of on, our bud. great sponsorships. Uh, Shane. Uh, Richter says, do you guys know that they're bringing back the Nova now as a mechanical version? I thought the Nova was mechanical. Uh, Charles Holton says, also, don't uh, take a shitty paint sponsorship. That'd be the worst. Yeah. Isn't Nova Spanish for, like, doesn't run or something like that? No go. Nova. Joe and I met a server at a Ponderosa many years ago whose name Nova, who we believed was conceived in the back of one. I remember that. That was the night of that blizzard, and we were in the gallery, and we were like the last people to leave the entire world. They yep. got snowed in. We would have been there for months. Yeah. I remember that. Nick Miller was with us, the bald barber at KW. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have it ready, but we are going to sing it anyways. Price is right. So we are bringing back prices Right for tonight. If you guys that are new to the horrible. show, well, that's all I got. Yes. This is a very terrible. Okay. Would you like to do a better job? Nope. Okay, um, so prices, right rules, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to show you things that were sold on eBay that are paintball related. All we need you to do is help the uh, the cast guess on what it is. Uh, Gavin won last time, so he's going to start first. You have to be the closest, but without going over. And it's all in U.S. currency. First item up for bid is Paintball Massacre 
DVD, brand new. Hmm. I have never seen this. If anybody... Is that Ben Affleck? Leds, I'm looking at you. If anybody... John Jones, I'm looking looking at you. If anybody has a copy of this uh, or know where we can stream it, I would love to watch it just for... Are you able to zoom in a bit? I'm curious if that's a 98 custom model I idea. Can't, yes. I can't it's, zoom in, but I can enhance. It, I hear, it, enhance. It's on IMDb. It's an hour and 32 minutes long. Of time you'll never it's get back. It's from 2020. Old school friends go on a paintball trip miles away from civilization. Horrib- Things hor- go horribly wrong, hilarious? and they discover a cold-blooded mass killer among them. <laughs> now they must fight to survive their school reunion. Don't tell me how it ends. Is it gory and a violent blast? Um, let's Has paintballing... Have, have you ever seen paintballing so deadly before? It's from the United Kingdom. The release date was December 15, 2020. Um, yep. It cost $100,000 to make. <laughs> 100,000 pounds. That was just craft services. <laughs> we asked Dan and Hardy uh, about his girlfriends. He says 19 clams. Uh, George Hay says 495. Fred says 24 bucks. Tracy Santos 99 Charles Holton's bid is free on YouTube. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Can someone confirm that? Um, <sighs> Gavin, you won last time. I did win last time in for that. Oh nug- no. Sorry, it's on Amazon Prime, but I can't afford it. Is it on Amazon Prime? It's $2.99. Oh. <laughs> no. What's I'm not it, breaking what's down. What's it called? Uh, Paintball Massacre. All right. What do we do next week? We'll arrive uh, 90 minutes earlier to studio, and we'll have a watch party. Hold on. Is it done by the same people that did Hot Fuzz? Oh, Hot Fugs, Fuzz meets Dog Soldiers. <laughs> well, I know what Hot Fuzz is. is a horrible movie, but I don't know what Dog Soldiers was. It's on hot YouTube. Fuzz it's on YouTube. Bu- oh, you can oh, buy or rent. No, thank you. That'll be a rent. I don't want that on my shelves. There's an official trailer. Okay, for that nugget of goodness uh, and uh, the entertainment that it just provided us for the last five minutes, I'm going to say 395, Bob. 395, Joe. I'm going to go with uh, 1599. Wow, Josh, what are you thinking? 50 cents. 50 cents. All right, nobody in YouTube is bidding right now. This sold for eight dollars and ninety cents. Gavin. No, that was Joe, wasn't it? What did you bid? I said fifteen ninety. Did you? Okay, all of a bid. <laughs> no, it's me. What did you say? That's like three ninety-five. Yes. <sighs> this is why Gavin wins every week. He gets all pissy and defensive. Um, this next up for bid: JT paintball mask, clear bottoms. It was clear. It's all yeller now. Yeah, this was uh, this one was used by a smoker. Old yeller. <laughs> I wonder if he used topol, if that would clean it up. Maybe. Oh. What do you guys think? The lens is brand new because I see a sticker on the inside. Um, you know what? I'm going to say $300 for that, Bob. Okay. Joe, what are you thinking? 225 Charles Holton says 400 Same with Dan and okay. Hardy. Fred says 15 Jeff Thompson says 95 Hey, I think it's $150, says George. And 450 by Archie Emmons. What are you thinking? 350 $350. Joe Kimson says 225 in the live chat as well. This sold for $450. Wow. Is that me again? Archie Emmons. Nope. nope. <laughs> I love how he cuts you down. Nope. That brings that? nothing but pleasure to Matt when he <laughs> <laughs> strikes. Who won? Zuby won? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will read the read the ad. Rare Vintage Armson. Semi-paintball. Oh, look at that. With a power feed. Yeah, Gavin. Yes, sir. You're drooling. And it's is it Hawaiian style? What do they call it? Reverse? No. Maybe you can do it. It looks like it looks like you can go forward or reverse with your tank. Excuse me, with your tank. All right. Uh, so that was Joe, right? No, Zuby. no Zuby. Also, I will make comment that the fi- styrofoam that he has is one of those styrofoam kits that are very expensive that has all the lines, so you can punch it out without cutting it out yeah. to create yourself a uh, a bed for it. So. Someone put some thought and effort into that. What do you think, Josh? I'm just going to stay with my uh, Tree 50. Tree 50? Work last round. Let's see. <laughs> wow. Uh, Charles Holden says he owned one once. Uh, tank is reversible. Raymond Cortez says $100. Archie Emmons, $175. Fred says $365. What does Gavin say? I'm going 400 for that bad boy. Okay. Charles says 238 or 237 Joe, what do you think? 
Would you say, Josh? Three fifty. I said four. Two eighty. Okay. Tracy Santo says three sixty-five. Well, guess what, Tracy? You're wrong. Three hundred and thirty. Wow, wow, wow. Who was that, Joe? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was twenty dollars over. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, here's an interesting one. Before I read the ad, let me see if I can find it. Sorry. Can you guys tell me what it is? That I don't know. There's some sort of glove, glove obviously. Glove inserts. For what? So they are Serbian slash Yugoslavian camo sniper gloves. Okay. Yep. And it says, uh, one of the best military uniform. The glove is made in German of German material as of World War II reparation used by the Yugoslav National Army. They're special units, though. This is camouflage summer sniper. Whatever. That's the pattern summer sniper. Very good for airsoft and paintball. Condition is VG. Very good. Very good. Is that before they are bleached or so, after? So it's called no. That's that's the co- that's the color. It's called the. It's called the f- translation is sniper suit. It's called fetid cheese camo. Look at the color. From the UPA or the YPA, the Yugoslav People's Army. I don't even so, know where to begin with this. Who goes first? Joe. Joe, what are you thinking <laughs> on this? Jesus. No, uh, Yugoslav. $9. Okay, George Hayen for 3 bucks. Can I always count on him for a couple of bucks? Fred, 65. Tracy, 5 bucks. Dan Hardy, 5 smackaroos. Josh? 10 bucks? For best of Yugoslavs? <laughs> You're really chintzy over there. I'm I just. I'm trying to Google the Yugoslav people's. Oh, you're cheating! You can't, you can't. No, I, I'm trying to find. He's getting frustrated because all he's getting is pictures of guys in Yugos and women with beards. I'm just trying to find what the actual what this camo actually is. Yeah. Uh, Gavin, five dollars, Bob. Dollars. Sean says uh, twenty-five bucks. These. Uh, which didn't warrant me pick, printing out three pages of information on them. <laughs> Sold for $10. Oh, boy. Yeah. Zuby got it. Yeah, yeah, right on the nose. Yeah. You got so close to my number and cheated. <laughs> oh, t- no. Okay, here it is. <laughs> there it is right there. There That's you go. JNA, Yugoslavian, and old Lucas. Uh, All right. It's like microflectarn or something. I don't know what it is. It's micro something. So whatever you learn something, you learn something new every week. How are we for scores, Matt? Uh, Zuby's in the lead by one. Nice one. All right. Well, let's give uh, Gavin a chance to win tonight. Um, Dilocklid pods, twelve of them. It's a lot. I got the same picture. And eight of the twelve work perfectly. (laughs) Are you kidding me? That's in the ad. It says. Lot of die twelve lock lidded, lidded pods. When the when the button on the side is pressed, spring open. Four four of the pods stick a little when opening. Not sure if they can be ad lubricated. Eight of twelve work perfectly, as is the sale. By the when way, when Google Translate does not work correctly, I got you. Yeah, and they are blue, green, and smoke. So there's random colors. All there. right, how many are there? 12. Well, really, eight of them work, but they're, they're they're being sold as is. So there's no safety or certification with them. One of my smoke ones is broken. I, can use I have some yellow ones. Ooh. George, hey, whipping out the big bucks for $45. Well, he bids on a gun for three bucks, but yet Die Lachlan's he'll take 45 for. What's that all about? Jeff Thompson, 28. Tracy Santos, 12 bucks. And uh, Sean, 55. So who needs to bid on this first? Zuby. Zuby, what do you think, Zuby? I'm going to go with $35. Okay. Charles Holton says $36 she oped. Well, apparently, Yugoslavian police wear blue tiger stripe. Hmm. Oh. I can understand that. They have a lot of blue tigers running rampant in the Yugoslav. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. The Slav is famous for it. Yeah. Uh, Gavin, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm in the Zube territory, and I'm going to say $40 even, Bob. I have to change what I was going to type. Sean says only die has sex toys. $32. $32. Uh, it sold for 51 
Ooh. Apparently the as is peaks in people's interest. Who got that? Gavin. Garvin. So are we tied now? Well, Gavin and Zuby are. Okay, so then let's give another opportunity here. That's a little piece of art, right? Isn't that beautiful? It's a free flow. Whoops. Uh, new edition custom anno free flow. Is that the Reflex remake? It is. It is. Wow, that anno looks great. Was this gun made for Skittle? Taste the rainbow? Could be. Apparently it's made for John... Michigan. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what do you guys think? Gavin, you got on the board last. 500 even, Bob. That's right. I said it. I said it. Wow. Okay. So, you hear that, Buddy Bauer? Gavin Sharma (laughs) thinks your gun is worth $550. 500. Well, you're adding the 50. Are you giving the tip? Okay. $500. (laughs) right. Uh, George Hay, $850. Charles Holton, $13. Fred, $18. And Ramon Cortez, who will wear the ribbon, seven seventy-five. Joe, what do you think? Sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred dollars. Fred says fourteen hundred. And then uh, Sean's bidding his left nut. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, Six hundred. Six hundred. This sold for fourteen hundred yeah, twenty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah. As w- it probably should. I figure with the anno, it's a really niche market. So my I'll fir- bid five hundred. My, f- my first, I did, yeah. <laughs> well, my <laughs> first jump was to say eleven hundred, but then I, I don't know. No, you played it smart. Yeah, great. He job. shops at S Mart. S Smart. What did what did Joe, Joe say? Sixteen. Oh, I thought he said fourteen. So is that now Josh back in the lead? We have a definitive winner or leader rather with Zuby. Okay. Just trying to see if there's anything else on here that I really want. I don't to think get I've through. ever been described as definitive in a sentence before. <laughs> All right, well, let's do one last one. See if it'll it'll get us any little closer. Then we'll move on. Cap video, 2001 VHS, sealed. Chicago Open. We had this on a DVD that played at nausea at our indoor. Good coverage. Uh, it was actually really well done, but I don't know if I could even find a VHS machine right now if I tried. But it'd be good for a collector since it's still in the cellophane. Josh, what do you think? I have a VHS I know we're in probably not into triple digits. Do you really? Yeah, I think so. I still have some tapes that need to watch them. 450? 450? No, $4.50. Okay. What do you think? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah, I don't think it'd be four hundred fifty bucks if there was four hundred and fifty of them in there. <laughs> um, Joe, what do you think? Would, would someone spend? I don't know. What did you say, Josh? What did Josh say? It's four dollars and fifty cents. Gavin said how much? Ten. Ten bucks. Yeah, it's I was going to say five bucks. I think it's going to be eleven dollars. Yeah, that's right. Seventy bucks. It was actually oh, sixty-nine dollars. What? But I put seventy bucks. Seventy dollars. No. Are you sure this headphone is working? <laughs> I, I, you can create. You can thank Matt for finding this. Wow. But yes. Pourquoi? Uh, and then they had to pay thirteen seventy-three for international shipping to Canada. Apparently. Did you buy it? I did not. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed, so I'm not going to tell you. It was a bidding war. All right. Well, we'll leave that at that. Did just get away from you? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, thank you for uh, winning uh, tonight. It, it, it's tough to win each week, but I, you know, I, I try my best. So thank you for your support, everyone. I love to win. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't hate to lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do here, ladies and gentlemen, since our show is actually working, we're going to say goodbye to everyone on Facebook. Uh, make sure you guys hit like and share on your way out. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you want to continue to listen or watch live, we're going to be on YouTube uh, continuing to be broadcast live. If you can't find us, go to BehindTheBunker.com or go to our YouTube channel and hit subscribe on YouTube so that oh, you don't miss out. Sounds great. Or if you guys are uh, wanting to, you guys can listen to our podcast. And if you happen to be listening to our podcast right now, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So everyone else, we'll uh, see you over on YouTube.
information and wealth of uh, of entertainment. You think that's it? You think yeah, we? You think, I we, think we do? We you think we burnt out now? We got nothing. That, oh, ye of little faith. Those uh, is this the cool. point in time where we talk about how the button on Gavin's shirt is in the wrong spot? Button on my shirt. Jeez. <laughs> the very first episode of Seinfeld. The first line is, to me. That button on that shirt is in the wrong spot. I don't recall that. And as they're sitting in jail, Jerry looks at him and goes, see, that button on that shirt's in the wrong spot. And George says, haven't we talked about this before? And then the show ends. Uh. I I have to admit, that is the worst show ending I think I've ever seen. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't seen Sopranos, and I know people say the last show was terrible. I've watched Lost, and the last episode I thought was terrible. But Seinfeld was the worst last show episode I've ever seen. Uh, I think it's because you were expecting and wanting so much more, and they ended it like that. I thought Breaking Bad was the worst. Yeah. Can we? Can Can you remind me how it ended? We're not gonna. If you If you're If you're watching Breaking Bad right now, then tune out. But Shh. if you're not, then yeah. If you haven't by now, you're. So what happened at the very end? Mm. See that that's the thing. I don't remember. Okay. Better Call Saul had a great ending. I thought Wait, that was really well done. Season six ending? A Better Call Saul? Like the series ending. Okay, yeah, don't say they're, anything. They're done. Yeah, it, it yeah was, I, I've got like four left. It wasn't how I expected it to end, but it ended the way I I think it should have. It was great. Yeah. All right, on that note, and we'll, we'll, we'll continue down this track. You know, it's the end of summer. We're rolling into regular mm. adult season now. Well, not the adult season. All right. Tomorrow's uh, wine day. Yeah, it, it's, you know, like <laughs> back, back to routine. So, yep. you know, what saved your sanity over the course of the summer? What did you hook into? into what, what were you watching? Whether movie or, or TV show? What was it that you were like, hey, this helped me uh, deal with uh, my little people? That's a tough one. I, I we, we started watching a couple of weeks ago Lost again. Okay, yeah. But not because my wife and I want to watch it. It's because it's the only thing that my daughter seemed to have picked up. We've tried a couple series. And it's okay. Like I'll, It doesn't have the great watchability, that rewatchability that some other shows do. But I don't remember everything that happened. And every week there was a plot twist. So you can kind of still sit with it. But it allows us to sort of sit there and just vegetate and then... She'll ask questions, and you kind of it. You, you can watch it through her eyes and go, "Well, I can't tell you that." And yeah, so it, it, it's okay. But aside from that, I don't. Uh... Normally, until I'm big into documentaries, but I didn't get a lot of screen time with uh, where I wasn't like video games, right? It was just uh, I didn't watch a lot of TV, right? So I'm I'm missing my documentaries. I'll catch up on that this fall. But is there must see TV? Is there something that we I need to to invest well, in? Justified. I didn't care for that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, you've steered me we in the right for direction the first for a quite a few series. shows. It was good. I didn't care for then it. Then yeah. it just got monotonous, but it was good. It was a good show. Here, here's a question I have for you because I know you game, and I don't know if you game a lot, but like uh, Josh <laughs> used to before he had a million children. Yeah, that's true. How much? <laughs> like, do people game more than they watch TV in general? Yes. Like, I, I know I younger so. yeah. younger people do. Depends on the person, but I not think okay. It's a very what are you? Do you game more than you? Yes, I do. And what is your platform? Atari still, or you have you moved no, on? No, I bumped up to the PS5. Have you gone to Pong? <laughs> <laughs> I had a Telstar. Ooh. What was your? Oh, what was your first Telstar? Not even familiar. It had, I had a digital it had, derby. Google it. It, it had two things, and it had like a console, and you just had a knob you turn, and you could play. That was Tiffany. <laughs> Sorry. And you you could play. I think you play hockey and and maybe three games you could play. Do you remember those? Uh, well, probably not Josh or Matt. I'm leaning towards Joe and Todd. Do you remember like it was filled with water and you used it like bubbles to move the rings? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was like yeah. the first type of video game. This one doesn't need batteries. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, this was my first. If I can, I'm going to try to bring it up for you guys. If you're watching at home, here it is, Gavin. Digital Derby. I don't have it. So you steer the steering wheel, and this car yeah, moves yeah, yeah. back yeah, and forth. Yeah, I remember and these that. These are just tapes with cars taped to it. That was my first indoctrination into video games, if you will. And if I could find one of those, actually, this is for sale for twenty five bucks, nineteen seventy eight. I should almost buy one. Well, they have a bunch of those. I mean, you can pick it. them up anywhere. Those plug and plays, uh, yeah. like joysticks with like yeah, twenty games. And I have one like, of those, yeah, but it's yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's not good for you know, good for nostalgia though. Like, I'll remember yeah. this. This is crap. So I sold my Atari twenty six hundred, and I had like 
60 cartridges that came with it and most of them were like the, like the froggers and the all that sort of stuff and when i bought it i bought it for cheap i kept it for probably 15 years i used it once and then it, i just i kept moving it in boxes and then finally i just put it on ebay or kijiji and sold it um and now i i saw one on ebay when i was looking for other stuff and they're going for cheap like 100 bucks because nobody cares like right. our generation isn't gonna buy it anymore so i I guess I sold it at the right time, but it's so antiquated. I don't know that I would even entertain you. Like for nostalgia reasons, you'd enjoy it for like five minutes. Yeah. But. Telstar Caligo 1976 Pong console video game console. Nice. Hmm. Jeff Thompson, Activision. Look at that Peterborough money. All in the chat. I know. It's got that patch money. (laughs) (laughs) They really should be six bucks, not seven bucks. You could play tennis, (laughs) hockey, and handball. And there is... And there was beginner, intermediate, and pro, and the speed just sped up. Joe's pro at handball? I think (laughs) it might be in the attic. Is that a euphemism? Well, there's nothing in the attic anymore. (laughs) Isn't there? It's going to be in the basement. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So there you go, little basement action. All right. But in in answer to your question, we'll go around the horn. What what is a must watch right now? Yeah. Josh, what's wetting your whistle? Um. Well, over the summer was the latest episode of Letter Kenny. Okay, Shorzy. Yeah, yeah. Was oh, yeah. You said the, the spinoff, spin-off right? about yeah. the hockey player. Yay, nay. Hmm. Oh, oh, I love Shorzy more than I like Letter Kenny. But you're a hockey guy, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, Peaky Blinders. Is that good? It was the first uh, okay, couple I, seasons. I, yeah. yeah, I it I died it died off for me, but yeah, oh, I would okay. I would agree. It did good. die off at this new season. They like they clean their act up and they oh okay brought, yeah. George Hay brings up a good point. He says he just finished watching Corner Gas. I really liked Corner Gas. Corner Gas is good. Yeah, and and if I see a rerun of Corner Gas, I would watch it. But I don't know where it even streams anymore. I don't think so. CTV has it. Right. No, but on where would gym? you stream it? Well, you can stream it on CTV. They have a stream. It's probably George, on Crave. Where are, you, where are you seeing it? Crave from? has a yeah. ton of Canadian content because it's technically Bell, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. So maybe that's where it is. Let me Dwayne, look it up. Dwayne uh, King uh, gamed on the Big 20. I also had a Big 20, my friend. Good for you. All my friends had Commodore 64s. Oh, we had the cheap Big 20. And my dad wouldn't get a Commodore 64. He waited. And then the Commodore 128 came out. It was twice as this, twice as that. And by that point, the Commodore craze was done, and it was like, what did you do? Yeah, Corner Gas is on crew. Okay. I remember spending hours typing in code to get some crap uh, game to play, yeah. and then always having syntax errors yeah. on something. It's just, yeah. oh, my God. I know. Uh, George Hayes says it's on um, it's on Amazon and Freebie. I'm not sure what Freebie is. I'll have to check that out. Um, I don't remember what our first console was in our house, but I... I Remember as a kid getting uh, the uh, Nintendo. Oh, the NES? the NES? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had, oh, we had NES. I have well. one of those. And that was like my first. Like, Skate or die. Yeah. So it's I great. I think we had a Gemini system first, which was a clone Atari. You can take Atari games. And that was the first console the Sharmas had. Or, the, or wow. Nice. I had a friend who had a Tandy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a yep. Radio Shack yep. version of the Vic-20, I guess. And it had some neat games, but again, it was so antiquated. You were just happy to be staring at a screen. Exactly. Yeah. And it was color, right? Like that went from the black and green to the color screen. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, well. Joe, what's a must watch for you? I don't know. We watched so much stuff this summer, but like we watched a lot of movies and things. So we, I don't think we watched Virgin River. Were we talking about nobody last week or a couple weeks ago? I was telling somebody to watch Nobody. Oh, that movie, yeah. I like that. I thought that was good. Um, And also, what's-his-face? John Wick's coming out with John Wick 4. Looking forward to that. I don't know when that's happening, but hopefully soon. How much crazier can that movie possibly get? How many more dogs could be murdered? Well, he gets a new dog, but this one's from the pound, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Oh, I okay. No emotional attachment to it. (laughs) I I got a question for you, Alanda. I'm going to skip back to the television show things. Um, You guys watching the new Game of Thrones? Or the Lord of the Rings? I no. I like Lord of the Rings a lot, but there's not one ounce of interest in that show. It just doesn't. It looks like just a mockery of it. Not a mockery, but a whatever. But is it good? I don't know. I've okay. So I I read somewhere that the first episode's pretty cool, and then it kind of trails off. But it, like, yeah, same with Game of Thrones. Though, if you think about it, the first episode of Game of Thrones was awesome, and then it kind of 
you know, then they start getting into the storytelling, but yeah. Well, they got to hook you somehow. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, why don't we end the show here, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for watching. Uh, sorry last week that the podcast was in two parts. Hopefully you caught both, both parts, uh, but it is up there. It's uh, part one and part two. This week, hopefully, it'll just be one, and we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, also, if you hit the subscribe on wherever you, you are watching our podcast or listen to our podcast, uh, you can go back and download some of the old ones, and certainly all the new ones will come to your phone uh, every week after we upload them at midnight on Monday nights. Gavin Charmer, thank you for being on the show. Hey, folks, it was great to be here, and I sincerely appreciate you spending your Labor Day with us if you if you watch it live. Um, yeah, thanks you, uh, thanks for, for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. And Joe Kimson doesn't admit it, but I think he played Le- Leisure Suit Larry. I did have I Leisure did. Suit Larry. I, I, I certainly did. Leisure Suit Larry, yeah, I remember that. Couldn't make it work, but, you It was know, like whatever. Choose Your Own Adventure. It was. Well, thank, thanks, games. everyone, for tuning in, and I'll go off my Leisure Suit Larry. 8-bit porn, baby. Yeah. Joe walks into a room and there's a girl in there. Take off your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Remove your clothes. <laughs> and Josh, Zubis Burgess. Yeah, thanks. Nice. Man of man of many words. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week.